leave the cage of your past, your fear, and your circumstances by trusting God's promises. You can walk in freedom every day. You have been set free from worry and shame. You can leave your cage and walk by faith. You can walk in freedom every day. He is calling you. The door to the cage is open. It's time to live life uncaged. About six years ago, I was in Africa, and we pulled up to a village, and we had some kids run up to the vehicle. And as we were sitting in the vehicle, uh, one of the kids ran up, and he started pointing to the floorboard. And he wanted, what we had was a pack of crackers. He wanted the whole thing, so we gave it to the boy. Now, as the boy took off running, another boy came, and he ripped the crackers out of his hand, and he started running. And as he was running, a larger boy came up to him and waylaid him and took the crackers from him. And sometimes we can live in this scarcity mentality. Uh, it's where we often carry around with us that there's not going to be enough, not going to be enough money or health or stuff to go around. And we live in fear in our lives with a scarcity mentality. It promotes fear, anxiety, and stress in our lives. And the good news today is that we serve a God that the Bible says likes to bless his people. In fact, when we read, when God made Adam and Eve, one of the first things it says is that he blessed them. In Genesis 1, 27 and 28, it says this, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. It says, Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and the animals that scurry along the ground. The promise that we'll look at today is that God promises to bless us. Now, it could be in a different way. We all look at blessings uh, differently, but he does promise to bless us. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 says this, All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. He is saying we are already blessed because he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Paul is kind of exploding here in Ephesians chapter 3. This is one of the longest sentences in the original language in the Bible. Paul just goes on and on and on. It's a run-on sentence, and he is excited, and he is telling us all the spiritual blessings God has already given us. And how do we experience more of those blessings in our lives? How do we unlock the cage to God's blessings? One is we need to count our blessings. Uh, I remember I was eating at Ryan's, uh, not Ryan Linton's house, but, but Ryan's Steakhouse here when it used to be open. And that day, for some reason, I was really wanting some steak. And I was up at the buffet and I looked over and, and there was the steak. And the lady that was cutting the steak, and we all know the routine, you go up and you ask uh, for the steak. You tell them how you want it, and they cut it, and then they put it on your plate. Well, that lady that cuts it, like, she got up for some reason, and she left. 
So I thought, well, I'll just kind of look around for other food and, and wait till she gets back. So as I'm looking around, I see this guy go up to where the steak is. Like, the lady's gone. There's, it's a huge piece of meat. And he, like, looks around, and then he just takes that whole piece, and he puts it on his plate. And then he walks away with the steak. Now, I was kind of upset because I thought, we all know the routine here. Like, you don't take the whole thing. You don't, you have to wait to get it cut. And uh, that whole time, you know, I just kind of stewed over that, you know, that, that I can't believe that guy took that whole steak. Uh, I wanted some steak, and, and now he has it, and, and it just kind of, you know, ruined my mood. But here's the thing, like, I was so upset over not having that, what this guy had that I couldn't focus on. This was a buffet and there was all kinds of food. I couldn't really focus on those things. Another thing is that like I'm not starving. You know, I, I live in a country where we have a lot of food. Uh, some people, like I, the boys that I talked about in the beginning, they don't. And I'm blessed in that kind of way. I'm blessed to even be able to go to a restaurant, but I couldn't really see that. I couldn't really feel like that because I was focused on something that I didn't have. And we live like that sometimes. We want to focus on what others have instead of focusing on what God has, has given us. And it doesn't even have to be material. God has blessed us in a lot of different ways. But one of the, re, one of the ways that we can unlock our blessings is to count our blessings, to see the blessings, to realize the blessings that we have. Uh, there was a tweet, and you'll see it here. The tweet says, Prayed over eight-piece Chick-fil-A nuggets. I bought, then opened the box, and found 12 nuggets. This is my testimony. Paul is saying we already have blessings in our lives. Uh, Without the eight-piece turning into 12-piece, however you look at blessings, Paul is saying that that we have blessings in our life. Uh, And a lot of times we look at blessings as spiritual and material. And some of us might say, that, hey, spiritual blessings is fine, but I need some of the material blessings. I need a better car, you know, I, I need to retire. Uh, I got to put a kid through college, and I'm really praying, you know, that some way, you know, some money is going to come my way, and I'm going to be able to do that. We can look blessings in that kind of way. Material, though, if you look at that, we see that as kind of the concrete blessing. We can feel it, we can touch it, you know, see, smell, all that stuff like it's there, but then spiritual blessings is kind of, kind of up in the cloud. It's forgiveness, and it's love, and it's, and it's those things, but I think a better way to look at it is to include material and spiritual together. They don't have to be separate. God may provide for you a house, and, and I hope that he does, and that's a material blessing, but if you are grateful for that home and you feel safe and secure in that home and content in that home, now that's a spiritual blessing. God might bless you with resources and money, and I hope he does. But to live in content and a life not in the scarcity mentality, and you're not always looking over your shoulder, you're not always focused on what other people have, you know, that is a spiritual blessing. And that's not really connected to how much you have in the bank. I mean, we all know people who have a lot of resources, and they are not happy, and they are not content, and they are always looking at what other people have, and they are afraid that someone else might get what they have. We all know people like that. 
When I was in Africa, again, I, I saw a lot of people also that had nothing. Uh, they didn't even know where their next meal was coming from, but they were some of the most joyful people that I knew. Why? Because they were blessed in a different kind of way. They really, sometimes the only thing they had was Jesus, and they really focused on that, and they really focused on him, and they got their joy from him and not material things. They were blessed. And in, in Ephesians, uh, Paul is telling us how we're blessed, and we're going to look at that real quick. So we're going to go to chapter 1, verse 5, and it says this, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. One of the first blessings he talks about is adoption. Like, when we accept Christ, we are adopted into his family, and that's a blessing. We are not orphans. We're not scrounging around looking for the food that we might want, but no, our dad is a king, and he loves us, and we are adopted into his family. Paul is saying that, that is a blessing. Ephesians 1, 7 says this, He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with his blood of his son and forgave our sins. And we talked about forgiveness last week. We are blessed with forgiveness from sin. Our mistakes don't have to be fatal. They don't have to define us. Because of what Jesus did for you on the cross, he purchased our freedom. We don't have to worry about that. He did that for us. That is a blessing. Ephesians 1.8 says, He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. And wisdom isn't just knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to live well in your life. Uh, we I mean, you can have five PhDs and still live like an idiot. Uh, you don't have to have a degree to live well in your life because you have wisdom. God has blessed us with wisdom. Ephesians 1.11, it says, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So, and that's a blessing to God. Like, if we're living for him, we love him. Like, he has a plan for your life. We don't know the future, but we serve a God who does. He knows the future. So, we can walk with faith and in love and in trust because God has it in his hands. God has a plan, and he knows. We know who wins this in the end. If we've read the Bible, we know. Now, again, I hope that God blesses you with a nice car and a nice house and blesses you with stuff. But don't miss this. These are the blessings like, that we already have, the more important blessings you already have in your life. And they might not be material. And again, a lot of times spiritual is connected to the material, but don't miss the blessings that you already have. A lot of times we overlook those. If we want to unlock God's blessings, we need to realize the blessings that we have. We need to be able to see them, and we need to be able to count our blessings. The next thing is to boomerang your blessings. So if you know what a boomerang is, each year at Holiday World, when I was little, I would buy one. And a boomerang is something that you throw, and if you throw it right and you're skilled, like it's going to come around, it's going to come back to you. And we need to boomerang our blessings. Again, I hope God blesses you with a nice home. I hope he blesses you with a home with so much space that you are able to let people stay with you when they need a place to stay. I hope he blesses you with a car that runs, uh, and it runs well, so you can use that as a tool for God, and you can help people get to where they want to go. I hope God blesses you with food, and I hope he blesses you with so much food that you can help people that don't have any, and you can give it away. 
That's an example of boomeranging a blessing. You receive and you also give. I hope you use your blessings to help others. There's a thing in the Bible, and it's called a double blessing. It's where you are blessed not just to keep it, but also to help others, and it returns to you. Genesis, Genesis chapter 12 uh, is talking about Abraham, and uh, it's an important passage in the Bible. God comes to a guy named Abraham. He's just a dude living out his life, and God says to him, Abraham, I'm going to make you famous. I'm going to bless you. So why? So he can bless the nations. Abraham's blessing wasn't just about him, but it was about the whole world. And Jesus puts it like this. This is in Luke six thirty-eight. He says, Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So as we are blessed and as we look at our blessings, uh, we want to share those with others. And it's saying here that, that as we bless others, like we don't have to live in a scarcity mentality where like it's just going to go away. Jesus is saying that it will return to you. God is saying that it will return to you, that he blesses you, not just so you can keep those blessings, but that you can go on and you can bless other people. And my prayer for you today is that, that you will be blessed in many ways and that you will use those blessings to bless others. And you can look back in your life and you can see all the way that God has blessed you and also the ways that you have helped advance the kingdom by being blessed and helping others to be blessed too. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for all the things that you give us. Father, we, we pray that you will open our eyes to the blessings that we have. Uh, Father, that, that our spiritual blessings uh, are sometimes connected to the material things. And Father, we don't have to have all the material things to have blessings from you. You bless us in so many ways. And we are grateful for that. Father, help us to go out and to make disciples. Help us to bless other people. And we love you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. <music>